Improving operator performance, it's on everyone's mind, or at least it should be. But who has the time and money to ensure operators are properly trained and on their A-game? Welcome to Chemical Processing's Minute Clinic podcast series. The Minute Clinic is designed to tackle one critical issue at a time, giving you hard-hitting information in just minutes. My name is Tracy Purdom, and I am Chemical Processing Senior Digital Editor. Today's clinic deals with easy, low-cost ways to improve operator decision-making. Joining me is Dave Strobar, founder and principal human factors engineer for Bevel Engineering. Dave is the guiding light behind the Center for Operator Performance and has over 25 years of experience analyzing operator performance issues in process control. He has a degree in human factors engineering and is a registered professional engineer in the state of Ohio. Dave, I feel like everyone is keen to improving operator performance, but then time and energy get in the way. You say you have easy solutions. What are they? Well, uh, thank you, Tracy, for uh, asking me to be here. And, and the solutions are, are really really pretty straightforward, and it's focusing on where most of the problems arise in operator error events. If you look at most of the uh, industrial accidents, and in my background, I worked at Three Mile Island after the accident there, um, the operators make the wrong decision. So there, there's two parts in operator action. There's, there's the choice of the decision, the, the troubleshooting, what do I need to do, and then there's the carrying out of that decision. Very rarely are there uh, problems or failures in the carrying out the action. Most of the problems come from the operators uh, make the wrong decision. They either misdiagnose the event or they fail to recognize that the, uh, the event is occurring. So if you want to improve operator performance, you need to focus on that. Why are the operators coming to the uh, wrong conclusion? Why are they making the incorrect decision? And so if you want to get better decision-making from the operators, the key is training them on how to make decisions and having them practice making those decisions. And that's not very difficult to do. Uh, a lot of plants think they need extremely high-fidelity simulators um, that uh, cost uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, to implement. And while simulators have a, a definite purpose and they're very good for the carrying out the action part of the uh, equation, uh, they aren't necessary for deciding what is it that they're supposed to do. Uh, one technique that has been used in terms of op improving operator decision-making is called decision-making exercises. And these are uh, can be simple, low-cost, tabletop exercises that both teach operators on how to make the right decision and help them practice making the right decision. Uh, the exercises were developed by the military uh, to teach battlefield commanders how to make decisions in a high-stress, rapidly changing environment. So as, as you can see, a, a lot of similarities to what uh, console operators are faced with on a uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, the technique is pretty straightforward. Uh, that they're similar to a what-if drill, but they're they're different in some key aspects. And that is, in most what-if drills that a lot of plants uh, perform, and I, I think personally have minimal value. Uh, rather than giving the event that the operator is then asked, well, what do you do if your compressor were to trip or this pump were to trip? Uh, you give the operator symptoms. So you don't tell them the event, you tell them the symptoms. And then uh, rather than having just a pre-specified, I'm going to initiate it with, well, you know, the what if and then see what happens, you ask them their decision process along the way where you have critical decision points and try to understand uh, what the operator is choosing from in terms of the information, 
why they're making that uh, particular decision so you can understand their mental model uh, and then uh, how they're what they anticipate occurring uh, based upon that decision so their ability to to predict ahead to be proactive in their uh, decision making events um, this particular uh, technique if, if you think about it this would be uh, similar to in medical school if you're training med students uh, what do they do? Well, they go around with experienced doctors and, and visit patients. They look at the patient's symptoms, and then the senior uh, doctor will be asking them questions as to, well, what do you think their disease is? What would your proposed treatment be? Um, and that's the same sort of thing you can do with, with uh, process plan operators. Uh, the Center for Operator Performance, we developed uh, a, a way to adapt these decision-making exercises from the military to process plans. A uh, major oil company has used them successfully. Uh, they bring their, oper their console operators in an hour uh, uh, before their shift. So training is not an entire day. Training is now one hour before the shift. So it's not taking up an, entire, an operator's entire day. It's not a major hit on overtime. It's not a major scheduling problem. And for one hour, they can go through these decision-making exercises where they'll be given the symptoms of the, um, of the problem, uh, they'll be queried at different points in terms of what they think is occurring, uh, what's going on, uh, and what they would do about it. And so within a one-hour time, you're both teaching the operators how to make decisions, you're allowing them to practice their decision-making skills. Uh, the, uh, this particular oil company has found it very useful in terms of identifying mental models of their operators, uh, in some cases where the models were um, uh, potentially not as good as they should be. They've identified procedure gaps in carrying out these exercises. So uh, uh, two operators from a cat cracker uh, were going through one of these drills, and the one operator said um, in this particular event they put steam up the riser. And the other operator said, well, that's a brilliant idea. How did you know to do that? And the other one said, well, I thought we all did that. I thought that was you know, the, our standard response. And what had happened is over the years, that particular action had gotten lost in both the training and the procedure, so it was a way to capture uh, some gaps in the procedures. They've used it to help uh, new engineers understand how uh, senior operators approach problems, and they've used it with uh, uh, field operators, so field operators can understand what the console operator is thinking. So this uh, doesn't require a simulator. It's a paper, paper and pencil exercise. It takes some uh, the facilitation of it is critical, that has to be done very well, but um, it's really just developing the scenarios and then using those to allow the operators to practice making decisions because if you, uh, decision making is a skill like any other skill. So if you want to be better at decision making, you need to be both trained in how to make decisions and you need to practice making decisions. And that's something that most console operators has not done in a systematic basis. It's just whatever has a, hit them on the uh, the console at that particular time. So when plant uh, management complains that uh, our operators made the wrong decision, well, the question is, well, did you teach them how to make the right decision? Did they practice making decisions? And they say, well, I can't afford a simulator. Um, I don't have the time to do that. Well, uh, that's probably not the case because... Uh, you don't need a fancy simulator to do it, um, and you can do it within, you know, one hour uh, before the shift uh, a couple times a year, and the result's going to be better operators making better decisions, and hopefully 
reducing the the primary cause of most major industrial accidents, and that is the the misidentification of a particular problem. Great stuff, Dave. Thanks for hanging out in the Minute Clinic booth with me. As always, chemical processing aims to help readers make plants as efficient, safe, environmentally friendly, and economically competitive as possible. If you have a question to be discussed in the Minute Clinic, visit chemicalprocessing.com slash Minute Clinic. It's a new series, so good topics are in high demand. And be sure to check out other clinic topics we've discussed while you're there. On behalf of Dave, thanks for listening.